0: children uh, portrayed to us already, Uh, this passage in Isaiah 9 and 6, if we could talk about it just a few moments longer, Isaiah 9 and 6, it says, "'For to us a child is born, unto us a son is given.'" goes on to say the government shall be upon his shoulder his name shall be called the wonderful wonderful rather counselor mighty god everlasting father the prince of peace of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end his uh, his kingdom is an everlasting kingdom one thing we need to be very very clear about is that what was portrayed here by the children is not a fairy tale. This is a simple reenactment of what scriptures reveal as historically accurate, what happened, the way it happened, and it is the greatest event that has ever transpired on the earth thus far. The giving of the greatest gift yes. by the Creator. Yes. Notice that Scripture said in verse 6, it said, Unto us, us. Are you glad that you're part of us? Yes. Unto us. Somebody say unto us. Yes. Unto, me. unto me. He went on to say a child is born. Unto us, a son is given. Why would you say it that way? Because the Son did not begin in Bethlehem. Uh, A child was born there, but the Son already existed. And the Son was given. And when the child was born, the Word uh, had taken on flesh Mm -hmm. and dwelt among us. And we beheld, the Scripture said, His glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And this this gift is what the gospel message is about. The, The gospel, that word means good news. And the proclamation of the good news is about this gift that has been given. It is the gift of salvation, the gift of redemption, the gift of forgiveness, the gift of eternal life. And the greatest sin that one can commit is the rejection of the greatest gift. Are you with me, guys? Yes. Look with me, please, in uh, John, the, uh, the 14th chapter. Everybody okay? Yes, sir. In John chapter 14... He talks about the, um, the giving of the, the Holy Spirit. God's a giver. Yes. Hallelujah. He gave us life. He gave us uh, brightness of mind and understanding. And when man uh, was created, he gave man the earth. The psalmist said that uh, the heaven, even the heaven of heavens, is the Lord's. But the earth he has given to the children of men. And that's why it's in such a mess. It's because men are in control of it. And that's a fact. And when people holler about God being in control, uh, if they're implying that God is the cause of everything happening on the planet with men, that is absolutely not true. If you want to talk about ultimately how this thing's going to turn out, then yes. Yes. God's plan will be done and fulfilled. But no, he's not controlling everything you do. That's obvious. Huh? He's not controlling everything I do. And that's where the problems come in. Huh? Is a whole lot of people are doing their own thing and not listening to God and not inviting him in and not letting him in. And so you have all of the chaos. And all of the evil, because this also lets the enemy in. Oh, yeah. Well, in John, the uh, the fourteenth chapter, he talks about this. He said uh, uh, that when the Spirit of God comes, He's going to convict, convince, and convict the world. Uh in actually I said, what did I say? 14, it's 16 is where this is. John 16 and 7. He said, uh, Jesus said, It's expedient for you that I go away, for if I go not away, the comforter will not come to you. But if I depart, I'll send him to you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of Righteousness and of judgment. Now, this is what the Holy Spirit is convincing or convicting the world of. The world are the unbelievers, the unsaved. And the sin here he mentions here. What is that sin? Of sin, verse 9, because they believed not on me. Do, do you see that? Do you hear that? Yes. No one will go to hell only because they were liars or murderers or evil or even blasphemers or any number of these things because the Lord has already taken upon himself the punishment for all those sins. Amen. Do you hear this? Yes. So... Yes, you know, these are grievous things, and one of the worst things about them is is their effect on other people around them. They're hurting other people. But nobody will wind up separated from God and judged with the devil and his crowd and wind up in the lake of fire because they had bad habits or used bad language or lied or stole or or committed adultery or uh, even murder. That's not why people wind up separated from God. What is the sin that the Holy Spirit is dealing with the world about? Because they don't believe on Him. Not receiving the gift. That's the greatest sin. That's the biggest sin of all. And uh, they, they, the, the children quoted this from John 3.16. And let's just look at it. They'll put it on the screen for us. Anybody know John 3.16? If not, it's high time you learned it. If these little guys can quote it. That's right. Huh? You need to come on and catch up. John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he what? Gave. The greatest expression of love is giving. God so loved the world that he what? Gave Gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world uh, to condemn the world. But that the world through him might be saved. God is is not wanting you to, to live in guilt and shame. He's not wanting you to go around with your head hung down talking about how unworthy you are. I mean, that's, that's no news to him. <laughs> and it's no news to most of the people around you. <laughs> that's why Jesus had to come because you and I couldn't get it together enough to be righteous in ourselves and save ourselves if I could be good enough to be saved by my deeds and actions then Jesus wouldn't have had to come for me and that's why you better not be counting on how good you are to be saved hmm? You hear people talk about, well, you know, I hope I make it in. I've tried to be a good person. That means you're lost. Yeah. Yes. If if that's what you're counting on right. to get in, you are you are lost. Yeah. That's right. If you could be good enough to be saved, Jesus would not have had to come for you. That's right. yes. No, all have sinned yes. and come short of the glory of God. Yes. And nobody could could save themselves. Through their own endeavors and goodness and works. Which is why Jesus had to come or we'd all be lost. Yes. I said he had to. Yes. He had to. There was no other way. And so he was willing to come. And the father was willing to give him and send him. And so he did. And he came in the form of a baby. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. And was born. In a in a stall, in a manger, in the most humble of circumstances, the King of Kings, yeah. the Lord of Lords, surrounded by livestock, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, it, it. But there were uh, indications and signs. There was the star. Yeah. There was the angelic host. There were revelations to those that had eyes to hear, eyes to see, and ears to hear. And so there was this knowing among those who cared and valued it that the gift had arrived. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The, uh, the child had been born. The son had been given because from the time the baby was born, Jesus was on a short course to the cross. He was on a direct course to offer himself as the sinless, spotless sacrifice, the lamb that was slain, and to shed his precious blood because the life is in the blood. And the only thing that was valuable enough to pay the the. Huge price that had to be paid to redeem all of us was the life that's in the blood of the spotless lamb and the Father was willing to give that and Jesus was willing to give that and He did and He has. Hallelujah. And so God has said here, Here is my son. Here is salvation. Here is the redemption paid for you. Believe it and receive it. And this is what's happening in the proclamation of the gospel in every generation and all over the world. And what is the saddest thing happening on the planet is that millions don't believe it. And millions won't receive it. Millions upon millions have rejected him for some false god or from some intellectual lie or for some all kind of host of things. But the result is the same. They're saying, no, I don't believe it. And no, I don't receive it. And that is the sin that will cause you to be lost. Are y'all with me, church? Go please over to 1 John. 1 John and the 5th chapter. Does it make you glad that you have believed? That you have received? Huh? Oh, you ought to be so thankful. You ought to be so glad. That you respect these things. You reverence, there are a lot of people today, and it's gotten worse. It's gotten much worse in the last 20 years of people mocking and scoffing and blaspheming about Jesus and, and saying derogatory remarks. And, and they treat it like it's just a myth, like a fairy tale. And, and they laugh at people like us and say they're just poor, ignorant folks that need the crutch of religion. Well, we're we'll soon to find out. I said, we're soon to find out. When you breathe your last breath, you're going to find out. When the trump sounds, everybody's going to find out. And it's not uh, a a fairy tale. It's not a fable. It's not a feel-good story that's uh, not accurate but just portrays good moral truth. It is truth. Hallelujah. And the truth If you'll believe it and receive it, it will make you free. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I respect the truth. I I believe the truth. I receive 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 the truth. truth. See, Jesus said he is the truth. He is the truth. In 1 John 5, 1 John 5, um, the scripture says in verse... uh, 9 Let's look at this. Verse 9, 1 John 5, 9. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God which he has testified of his Son. He that believes on the Son of God has the witness in himself. He that believes not God has made him or called him a liar. Because he believed not the record that God gave of his son. And this is the record that God has given to us eternal life. And this life is in his son. He that has the son has life. He that has not the son of God has not life. So can you have eternal life? Without Jesus, no. according to the Bible, you cannot. If you reject Jesus, you don't have life, eternal life. In verse 13, these things have I written to you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know, don't you like that word, that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. What many have not understood is, you know, you hear some people say just ridiculously ignorant things. Like, there's no evidence of the existence of God. Take another breath. There you go. (laughs) There's no proof of God. Romans 1 tells us that even God's eternal power and godhead is revealed in creation. In all the things that he has made. The existence of God, the reality of God is all around you. It's all around you. It's in the 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 power of the sun. It's in the majesty of the mountains. It's in the vastness of the oceans And it's in your own self Uh Hallelujah Hallelujah. Life Life He that has the son Has life And has the witness In himself Uh, You and I That are born again believers We are not dependent On just scholastics We are not dependent On just doctrine. I have an experience. I have an experience. I have experienced and continue to experience the life of God in me, the witness of God in me, the love of God shed abroad in my heart, my heart for me and through me to others. I experience the peace of God. And the joy of God. Oh somebody say thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Lord. The person with a living experience. Is never at the expense of some knucklehead with an argument. (laughs) You can argue all you want. I know him. Yes. I know in whom I have believed. Yes. And I am fully persuaded that he's able to keep what I've committed to him against that day. That's right. God is real. Yes. He's real. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. How's the old old song go? You ask me how I know? Yes. Huh? <laughs> he, he's real. He's in my soul. Yes. He's in my heart. He's in my mind. He's in my life. Hallelujah. If there was something better, I'd check it out. But there is nothing better. There couldn't be anything better. He's the best there'll ever be. And he's great beyond words. He's great beyond telling. Hallelujah. Oh, friend, if you don't know what I'm talking about. It's no accident that you're here today. It's no accident that you're watching online or in Sarasota. It's no accident. But you have been given another opportunity to receive the greatest gift that has ever or ever will be given. The son and the life, eternal life is in his son. Can you say amen? Can, amen. can you say glory to, glory to God? Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. The Bible said, don't turn there, but it, in Ephesians, it says, by grace you're saved. Uh, Through faith, you know. And he said, it is, this the salvation, it is the gift of God. Everybody say the gift of God. Romans 6.23 says the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The gift of God. Somebody say the gift of God. The gift of God is eternal life. Eternal life means you will never die. Now never die doesn't just mean that your physical body will exist forever. You wouldn't even want to live in this physical body for another century or two. Hmm? (laughs) It's been having challenges just making it through these first few decades, right? This body needs help. And God has already provided for that. Hallelujah. Resurrection power awaits this body this frame hallelujah Hallelujah. but the eternal life of god is already in the spirit of the believer when you were born again you were born again by this life by this spirit and you are already uh, you know possess the eternal god quality and kind of life in your spirit And which even though your body is getting older, your spirit is renewed. Day by day. And you are not aging inside. I said you're not aging. Your mind is not aging. Your brain is. Because that's physical. But not your mind. Your brain's not your mind. It's the physical organ. Your mind expresses itself in this physical realm through. But your mind, you have the mind of Christ, which is the anointed mind. Oh, somebody say, I have the mind of Christ. I have the anointed mind. The mind of Christ, the anointed mind, is unlimited unlimited. There's no limit to what you can learn and what you can understand. No limit because you're created in the likeness and image of God himself. And it's God's plan and will that you learn some things about faith and faithfulness and and love and, and trust and those things in him on this brief, brief thing we call earth life. And then that you qualify and He takes you into your place in His kingdom and you talk about mind expansion. You talk about enlargement. Hallelujah. Whoo. He's going to reveal to us, the scripture said, throughout the ages to come, the exceeding riches of His grace. In Christ Jesus. That must mean you have the capacity. You have the capacity. To understand it. To believe it. To receive it. To embrace it. Hallelujah. But this is only for believers. This is only for those. Who receive the gift. The biggest fool. On the planet. Is the one who rejects. God's great gift. Yes. And calls him a liar yes. to his face. Isn't that what we just read in 1 John 5? Why? Because God the Father, you remember, He spoke from heaven when Jesus was baptized in the River Jordan, didn't He? He said, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Listen to Him. And on the Mount of Transfiguration, listen to Him pay attention to him and Jesus said if you don't believe on me if you don't believe I'm the one you'll die in your sins but if you believe on me you will have everlasting life hallelujah Hallelujah. oh somebody say hallelujah Hallelujah. I'm getting stirred up how about you I have eternal life hallelujah Why? because I have received the gift I have received the gift. And this gift is for everybody. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Go to John 1 if you would please. I don't plan on going much longer. John 1. But you don't mind getting excited, do you? All right. Hallelujah. John 1 like we saw in the, uh, in the scripture, in our text that the children quoted to us, that a child is born, a son is given. Why? The son did not begin in Bethlehem. That's where the baby was born. A child was born. In uh, John 1 and 1, John 1 and 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. Hallelujah. Uh, Verse 9 says he was that true light that lights every man that comes into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. Isn't that sad? sad? That the world he created did not recognize nor acknowledge him when he showed up and there's still many who' still looking for somebody else he came verse eleven to his own and what happened his own what received him not didn't receive him like we said this is the greatest the greatest sin there is the greatest failure the biggest mistake there is but as many As received him has anybody in here received him as many that have received him to them gave he the power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name oh hallelujah Hallelujah. have you received him have you received him then he gave you the power The power, the authority, and the right, and the power to become the sons of God. And that's what 1 John says, beloved, now you are the sons of God. Now. Not gonna be, now. And it doesn't yet appear what you shall be, but when you see Him, you're going to realize that you are like Him. You will see Him as He is. And when you, when we see, we hear the trumpet sound and, and the dead rise and Christ comes uh, in, in the clouds of glory and we see Him, not how religion made Him out to be, but as He truly is. When we see Him, one of the most astonishing things will be That you have been made like him. Like him. Like him. That you possess eternal life. Like him. That means you have eons. Eons. Upon eons to learn all about it. Hallelujah. And to have it fulfilled in your existence. Age after age after age to come, you will experience not the curse anymore, not the enemy. He'll be removed from contact with us. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not even sinful and ungodly people because they made the wrong choice and they wound up with the enemy. People say, well, that doesn't seem fair to me. Uh, You think you're more fair than God? All these blasphemers and unbelievers, you want them to live beside you in heaven and never believe? Huh? Wouldn't that mess things up? If, you, if they reject the creator and reject his gift, there's only one other place to go. There's only one other group to be a part of. And it wasn't that God sent them there. It was their choice. Come on. Can you see that or not? It was the, It wasn't God's choice. It was their choice. Their choice. Oh, friend, if you're watching, if you're listening, if you've been foolish about this, if you've been intellectual about this and you haven't listened to your heart, don't let this moment pass you by. Amen. Don't let this opportunity pass you by. Receive the gift. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Somebody say, receive, receive. The, gift. the gift. The greatest gift yes. that's ever been given reveals how great God's love is for us the how how vast his love for God so loved that 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 word that that phrase so loved means he loved in this way in this manner in this degree what was the degree he gave us his son yes. hallelujah yeah. There was nothing greater he could give us. You you hear people fussing sometimes about well, I don't know if I believe all that abundance talk that you guys do. You know, God gave me a car, God gave me a house, and I don't know about all that stuff. Listen, if God had give you Jesus, what's a car? Come on, y'all with me or not? Yes. He, he that spared not his son, yes. but delivered him up for us all, Romans says, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Yes. If God would give you Jesus, yes. what's a house? Exactly. What's a car? What's some clothes? Yes. What's some money? Yes. That's, right. that's a little tiny stuff. Amen. If there's ever anything that he would have no, that's too big. I'm not going to give you that. It would have been Jesus. Jesus. Yes. But he gave him. And in giving him, he gave you everything. But no matter how great a gift is, you won't enjoy it unless and until you receive it. You know, we've we've talked about this before, but it'll bear repetition. You know, we're, we're coming up on Christmas Day, coming up on Christmas Eve, Christmas morning. And a lot of little ones are real excited about that. Even some big ones are excited about it. <laughs> About presence under the tree. Presence with their name on it. Yes. And uh, one thing, the Bible said, unless you become converted, Jesus said, become changed and become like a little child, you won't enter into and you won't receive the things of the kingdom of God. Yes. Well, what does that mean? Little children have not yet learned how to be phony. It takes a little time to learn that. And little ones, they haven't learned about fake humility. And they haven't learned about living in shame and condemnation. They're just honest and open and unfiltered. Aren't they? Unreserved. (laughs) Right? They think it, you'll know it. Right? (laughs) And when they come down... Uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas morning to get the presents and somebody says here this box with this big bow on it has got your name on it little Susie, little Johnny you will never see one of these little children back over into a corner and go oh I'm unworthy I'm so unworthy I just can't I'm so unworthy no, it takes time to learn to be that dumb And a lot of religious indoctrination. This contrary to the Bible. No. In the time it took me to say that. They have already turned off the paper. And ripped open the box. Is that right? Why? Because little ones know how to receive. I said children know how to receive. No reservation. No hesitation. Right? This is mine. That's it. They're halfway there by now. Is that right? Paper flying. (laughs) If you're too slow, they'll open your present too. (laughs) And Jesus said we need to be like that. We need to be changed and get rid of this religious junk and, and this phony stuff. And when he says, here, I have something for you. What do you say? Oh, Give it, give it, give it, give it. Right? Huh? (laughs) Don't try to talk him out of it. He knew everything before he, he got it for you. He knew all of your shortcomings and foolishness and failure. He knew all of that. And he gave it to you anyway. It's called grace. I said it's called grace. Grace and mercy. Hallelujah. Praise God. Stand on your feet, everybody.